Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Monday morning. Welcome back to the start of a new week. It has been crazy for me. Like I said, I've been traveling like nuts this month, but I'm not going to get into that here. I'm going to spare you the details, so don't worry. Uh, Today, I just wanted to do a quick little episode on a cool fact that I did not know about, like until just yesterday. And it's something that makes perfect sense to me. But yet still, I'm surprised. And and it's just, I don't know, I'm a history nerd and it's a history fact. So I love that. And of course, it has to do with Kratom. So that's always neat. When thinking about how Kratom really got introduced to the U.S. in particular, I always thought ignorantly that it just kind of happened in the late 1990s or early 2000s. And that, you know, if you were using Kratom in the 2000s, you know, even up to 2010, no one had heard of it whatsoever. And then from 2010 to like 2016, pretty much no one had still heard about it ever. (laughs) And then like post 2016, it's been gaining in a lot of popularity. But um, I never really thought about where it came from. Like, like, when did people really start using Kratom in the U.S. and why? It just never occurred to me why. Like, I just thought slowly it got introduced somehow. Um, But it turns out that there's a very uh, specific part of our history that helped to introduce Kratom into the U.S. And by the title of the episode, you can already guess, but it's the Vietnam War, you guys. The Vietnam War. So it turns out And I'll put the two sources I used today in the details of this episode, as always. It turns out that American soldiers, when they went over to Vietnam, that they were introduced to Kratom from people in Vietnam. And it was very useful to them, you know, among other reasons, given that they're like going on these miles and miles long walks every day or night, going through the hot jungle, having to do a lot of work, um, stay up a long time move heavy things, you know, they're soldiers and they're in like a really hot, humid environment and they're playing against, you know, the way I like to think of the Vietnam War is America was playing chess. The Viet Cong were playing Go. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's the way I like to think about that war. Uh, If you don't know about the game Go, look it up. But that that's basically my my symbolism right there. Um, Take it or leave it. But anyway, so they're like completely out of their element, these American soldiers. Um, and without getting into any of the politics or any of it, of course, um, they they were not prepared for what awaited them there. That's for sure. I think everyone can agree on that. So, uh, th- so we have a bunch of American soldiers sent to this weird, strange new place that they've never been before. Very different from home. 
and they are dealing with grueling long days and a lot of physical labor. And they're introduced by a lot of local people in the areas that they're in uh, in Vietnam to Kratom, this thing that's growing around there. And they're actually able to chew on these leaves just like people who were living in Vietnam were doing. And they found it very useful. And it, you know, they basically, when they came home after the Vietnam War, a lot of them took this with them. They took Kratom with them. And and that's how Kratom was really introduced to the U.S. If you're looking for a formal way, you know, who knows? Maybe it has been introduced to the U.S. before the Vietnam War. Um, but but really, this is like the, the big first introduction. And um, how big? Obviously not huge because it's not like people were talking about Kratom until very recently. But it was large enough where that's like considered the introduction. And that is just fascinating to me. It makes perfect sense, but it's fascinating. And I can't believe I haven't really thought about this before, like how Kratom was introduced to the U.S. I really haven't thought of it, about it that much. So that is really a neat fact um, that that this is how it happened. Now, the other source, the one source is covering that. The other source in this episode is from history.com. And it's it, I wanted to look up a little bit about American soldiers and drug use because drug use during wartime is a thing. And being a history nerd, I've learned a little bit about different, you know, times in history when soldiers used drugs and and when it was, you know, like considered necessary and when it was just like going on binges and when soldiers go overseas and they get addicted to things. And there's a whole lot of history around how, you know, heroin has become a big issue in the U.S., um, you know, in a large part because of the Afghan war that we were engaged in up until this past year. So there's a good amount of history there if you're ever interested in looking into it more. Looking at this history.com website, the thing that I found that was interesting was just uh, a report that went to the House Select Committee on Crime. The armed forces, according to this report, between 1966 and 1969 in Vietnam used 225 million tablets of stimulants, which were used to boost endurance on long missions. Sedatives were prescribed to help relieve anxiety and prevent mental breakdowns. So, and it says it seemingly worked. In Vietnam, the rate of mental breakdowns in soldiers was 1%, a massive reduction from the Second World War, 10%. So there's a lot of factors going on there, but like, I just... I just find it interesting, this this topic of drug use with soldiers in different countries and in wartime and the sorts of things that, you know, all social bets are off, like everything changes, behaviors change. And I've never been in the military, so I can't say it from experience, but from what I've heard from other people and from the things that I've learned from history, there's nothing else like it, and especially at wartime. And it's just fascinating to think about that. So anyway... It's kind of like a history nerd type thing that I'm that I'm looking into here today, but it sparked my interest, and I just am amazed that I haven't thought about this before. Kratom really had an introduction to the U.S. You know, this inflection point was like Vietnam. It was the Vietnam War. So, fascinating stuff. Uh, I definitely want to look into this more, and my God, like, I, I, I've seen a lot of posts from people who were in the Vietnam War who say that they use Kratom for their PTSD and for some other things. And I've seen their comments 
when, you know, this was going to World Health Organization, you know, this past year, and also in 2016 with that proposed ban. So I need to find a Vietnam War veteran who tried Kratom during the war for the first time. Like, this is my new mission in life because I would love to hear about that experience, everything about it. Where, Who introduced you to Kratom? How did someone introduce you to this plant? Did you just see people chewing on it and figure out that it, something was going on there? Or, you know, did you actually talk to people and learn about Kratom? Or did you, you know, learn about it through other soldiers who had learned about it or talked to some uh, locals who were using it? I'm just fascinated. So anyway, fun little fact, really neat. Uh, That's basically it. (laughs) Oh man, I'm such a history nerd. It's ridiculous. Okay, well, I'm going to leave it there. Got a busy week ahead of me and I'm still going to try and do an episode every day here. Uh, So so we'll see how well I can do. (laughs) All right, everybody, take care. Have a great rest of your day. We'll be back tomorrow. Bye-bye.